Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your day All the way from England to the USA The great song debate from yesterday and today The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your way Spreading the love, spreading the joy With the music we play All right, let's carry on with this script because I've, I've got so many wonderful questions. I think you deserve right. to take a turn and ask a question. All right. What, what's it like working with a songwriter? Do you give them your ideas and then wrap lyrics around it? Or do you get on a Zoom call and bounce ideas off of each other? Or do you like to be with somebody in the room, like when you're face to face with somebody in a conversation? Yeah, you when I'm doing anything. Yeah, when I'm doing songwriting and I'm I'm working and collaborating with another artist, that's it's not me doing the vocals, it's them or another writer. Like for instance, Michael J. Uh, he prefers to be in the same room when we're writing. So I either have to fly to LA or he wants to come up to Canada at some point in time. So that'll that's eventually gonna happen too. So it just really depends on the who you're writing with. Some people prefer you know, and me, I can go either way. I can write on Zoom. I don't mind being in there. Uh, when I'm writing my own lyrics and melody, I prefer nobody in the room when I'm doing it. When I'm doing my own stuff, like um, after I, after my co-writer and my drummer and every lay down the song, I'm like, okay, go away. And they'll go away for two hours and I'll write my song. Cool. And then they come back and then he'll produce it because I write best when I'm able to like connect with myself, connect with my emotions and what I'm thinking. And that's how I personally write. Everybody's a little bit different. I have written with um, like, I did songwriting workshops uh, with Deb James. She's one of my best friends. She's in the UK. She's in Spain right now, actually. And she's watching this right now. So hi, Deb. Oh, hi, um, Deb. It's nice. Yeah. Fellow. So There's lots of English watching. I know. I got a bunch of family in Manchester City. Like Support. me and Deb just me and Deb just wrote a, a song for that we're sending we're sending to Susan Boyle, which is kind of cool. Very awesome. And we did lyrics back and forth. We weren't in the same room, but I wrote the lyrics and then she's like, Well, you know, I don't really like that message. Change these words. And then I would change the words, re-sing it and send it back until we were both happy with it. And then that's what we sent to Susan Boyle, because she's coming out with a new album, right? So that's fascinating. What an amazing talent she is, isn't she? I don't know if I, she's going to use our song, but we submitted she, it anyway. I'm sure she should. I like that <laughs> hope for you. I hope she does, you know. You know, she was the ugly duckling, but she just, <laughs> but it just goes to show you whether you're super, uh, Susan Boyle or whether you're Shimmer Johnson wearing the, the mask. <laughs> it's like the the show the mask and the voice at the end of the day it's like frankie valley said i didn't want a part of the movie it's all about the song and that's what i live for is the yeah. song if you've got that song everything connects right if you yeah. don't then you're in trouble that's the way i see it anyway and well, if you it just takes one song and then once one song's out there then all your songs are yeah, but, you know, it's funny, like, you look at success and songs get released, but nobody listens. And then for some unknown reason, everybody's listening to it. 
You know what I mean? It's There's like, that moment when it switches and all of a sudden everybody wants to hear it. Yeah. I'm waiting and for that moment still. We've talked before about how the 80s kind of taught this lesson that it was more about the packaging than the product. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we finally come to the point where in Susan Boyle is that good example of the product is still an artistic creation and that really matters most and all the rest. That's nice to have, but it's not absolutely necessary. No, not anymore. Yeah. I mean, it used to be like in the nineties with the pop singers, you, you had to be the blonde and really tiny. And, and when, and I was in my twenties, everybody was like, I wanted to do the pop thing. And they're like, no, you can do the pop thing. Let's do rock or country or whatever. And so that's when I started just, doing other types of music and whatever but pop is always what I grew up with and that's what I loved so I found my own version of pop rock mixture because even if you listen to my my rock stuff you can hear the the pop Avril Lavigne stuff in there and the Kelly Clarkson <laughs> the pink the different yeah. types of styles that I listen to and they're all mashed into one I love Sia <laughs> you know so yeah one day Pink's I want to write with her if I could write with anybody in the world, I'd love to do a song with Sia. She's just. And I would love to hear it. That would be awesome. Oh my God. It would be so much fun. It'd so one day, great, if Sia is ever watching comp- this, please contact me and let me write. With <laughs> <you>. <laughs> hey, dreams can come true. Let me tell you, it might yep. be that magic combination. <laughs> just like you and your husband. That's the, um, another question. Is it my turn or am I taking over, Yank? I you can do like another. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not keeping score. <laughs> All right. Are you sure? I'm having too much fun to be a jerk. <laughs> I forgot about that whole other side. Yeah, of the I thought you, I was going to say, aren't you guys usually at your each other's throats in these things? Well, of course. Because, I just well, have, you know, we did establish more that's why you have so many English talented, wonderful people from that little island with very few people taking over the talent of America, which is this massive blob. No offense to the people. I love you. I'm proud to be American. I'm sorry, but but last month you agreed that Elvis was better than what's his name? Cliff Richard, give me a break. Look, Dusty (laughs) Springfield. Oh, yeah, was that his name? Hey, by the way, all right, I'm talking now before he takes (laughs) over again. I forgot about that guy. (laughs) Shimmer, you're like, to me, after all, what you're like a Dusty Springfield, a Lulu. All those wrapped up in your 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 country, your but your your own voice, and you're instantaneously recognizable, and from your heart and your lyrics and all that put together with your, I think it's amazing because that doesn't happen in everybody's lifetime. Yeah, I try to with all my songs. I try to always have some type of message, even if it's a sad message in all of my tunes, even on my inner me album, I wrote a song called so empty. And I wrote it when I was really super sad that day. I just, uh, yeah, it was just, it was just one of those really emotional days. And yeah. So if you're really depressed, so empty <laughs> is probably depressed. not a great song to listen to, <laughs> or no, if you want to be depressed, it is. So empty is a great yeah, song. To listen I'm, to. I'm sometimes with they you. want, people want to connect and they get that. They, they're like, I'm not alone. I, I yeah, feel and bad. That's what that song is about not better. being alone, but it's, it's just really sad. And I did a really cool video for it. And uh, yeah, it's just, I, I, I grew up with uh, 
alcoholic mom and, and other stuff. Like, like I've gone through lots of different stuff. So when I did so empty, it was all about kind of, you know, when I was a kid and what I experienced really. And I kind of took that and put it into the song and whew, and it ended up being an awesome song. And they're like, wow, it's so sad. Everybody that listens to it, but they're like, it's really good, but it's really sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, that's what makes it a great song. You, yeah. You, you did that song at the right moment when you were at that level. Yeah. I, I write it, best when I'm depressed. <laughs> I think you can be depressed, but be write happy songs too. No, I don't write happy songs. I have no happy songs. I have starts with you. That's my only happy song. And I wrote that with Ted Perlman. No, but there's happiness in your songs because there's hope and fixing, breaking. They may on one side. I I always put hope in there, even when it's a sad song. Yeah, but where there's hope, there's happiness, whether it's a sad song. Am I making sense? You know what I mean? No, it makes sense. Yeah. So actually, don't worry, be happy. (laughs) I'd love to play a little bit. Um, One Life, I think, is a good example of that because it's a warm. Yes, that was my one happy song. I was like, I need some happy songs on this. I even have a happy death song on there. Deb hates when I call Fading From My Mind the happy death song. So she's the happy death song. (laughs) But Fading From My Mind is is my happy death song. But um, I'm going to sing the doom song now. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, one life was my, it was my uh, very happy and, you know, go for it type song. So yeah, go ahead, play it. I have to All say right, this, being English, I have to say this before you play it. It reminds me of Monty Python, the meaning of life. When Mr. Death at the end of the show knocks on the door and yes. the Americans and the Englands are having this party, <laughs> living it up, drinking and say, who's at the door, darling? Well, it's Mr. Death. Well, I suppose you better let him in then. And he says, okay, you people are laughing at, but you're all going to die. Well, if you're Mr. Death, and how do you know we're going to die? The yeah. salmon moose. Yes. And they- <laughs> Wait a minute, I didn't eat the moose. So, <laughs> <laughs> and American guys look great. Not that I'm changing teams, dressing up as American ladies with lots of makeup and wigs. Talking in a English act. Well, yep. let's just hear that there, honey. <laughs> See, when I talk like an American lady, I always sound like I'm country because I love bluegrass too. <laughs> What's happening, my man? Y'all come back now, you hear? You know? But you're Canadian because I don't know, you don't say you don't say A a lot. A lot of Canadians do say A. You got um, I train myself not to. I used to. Do your friends? When I was 15 and moved to Branson, Missouri with my dad, I never realized how much I said A until I went to high school and they teased the crap out of me. And I was in choir class and I didn't know the American anthem. And I put my hand up in choir and I'm like, can I have the words? (laughs) (laughs) That was like the first month of me being there. And then I got like dirty looks from my entire classroom. It was fun. It had to be really difficult. Yeah, I, love I was it. from Canada and I, I and I was in Branson. So, and yeah, but my dad is very Southern. He talks like this. He's like, how's my baby girl? That's exactly what my dad talks. I love it. But like you were saying, hardship and that, it's like one of my favorite movies, Coal Miner's Daughter. You know, 
That's yeah. what it's all about. It's it's you know that whether it's Elvis hanging around the slums listening to R and B and blues and all that stuff, it's that rebel in us that makes us. I'm going to sing about my life. I'm going to sing about, and I'm going to, you know, folks, whether you like it or not, I'm going to be open and true. About my music is like my diary. So it, it's all related to some parts of my life at some point or a movie. If, if I watch a really depressing movie or a drama <laughs> or like a murder show, then I'll be like, okay, let's go write some circle of love stuff. Cause I'm in that mood. <laughs> you need to watch more comedy like Coneheads and the Limey and the Yank, but that's, <laughs> but you know what? I shouldn't say that because that's, that draws you into giving you more ideas about yeah. your theatrical. And- yeah. Don't slow the inspiration train, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Let her roll. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to ask you this. Do you like dressing up? I do. I do. When I do my music videos, I have like, I have like a black, a black wig and then I have a red wig and I have a blue purple wig and I ordered a really cool red one and I'll wear a mask for circle of the walls, just for something different. <laughs> you have a you know, light like wearing a mask. Of the cover of that first Evanescence album, you know, cause it's a, kind of a high contrast blue filter, lots of white values in it. And yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, I just, I'm still playing with the video stuff and getting that down pat what I like, but I, I want something out there on my YouTube. So I've been doing it all myself right well, now, do- but eventually I want to, I want to do a full video, like with a whole crew and that would be cool too. At some point. All our listeners out there, Look at the videos, listen to the music, and judge yourself. I'm a fan after listening to three songs. And <laughs> I, I, she's an amazing talent, and I think there should be a, a lot more exposure to lady talent. And the three of us are going to make that happen, <laughs> and we want you to make it happen because it's not fair. No matter what minority you grew, we're in America. And as Americans, we're all equal and we all need the same opportunities. Am I right with my two sidekicks here? I know you both agree, you know? (laughs) Well, everybody wants equal opportunities, but with the the indie music out there, there's just so much 20,000 songs, new songs every day get put out there. So in order to stand out, you really have to stand out and, there's lots of like fake scammy stuff that, you know, to try to get on playlists and stuff like that. And most of them want money. So you don't really ever know who's real and who's not. That's the only frustrating part about being in this day and age now. Like um, for instance, I hired a PR and he was 1500 US every month. Mm-hmm. And uh, he promised like a whole billboard thing. He did get me the music connection article, which was really awesome. But literally that was it. And I, I used him for a few months and that ended up really poorly. And it was a waste of money because he, his contacts that he said he had weren't really true. And then I paid for radio promotion with certain companies. And that ended up just being all bullcrap too and ended up being more like online radio stations, which I mean, it's still good. You're still getting a play, but you just have to really look into like, this is for any artists out there. You have to really look into all of the the places that you're investing your money in because 
there's ones that work and ones that don't work and never be scared or ashamed to ask the hard questions like, um, do you have any references? I need phone numbers for these references, all of that. Because if you don't, you're going to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars like I have on people that are just bull crap pretty much. Boy, that makes sense though. And it is something someone wouldn't think about. They'd go, no. you know, oh, I'm an influencer. Oh, really? Okay, great. And no, wait, let's put some proof behind that. Let's yeah. make sure the people you work with are good people to work with and that they've been happy with you. Wow. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So you just, you know, artists nowadays really have to be, because the internet, there's just so many scam artists out there now that, and fake radios radio stations and just stuff like that. How they go really that far, to, that is, I yeah. can't believe that. Yeah, it's it like, happens so much. There's so many different platforms and so much, I'm sorry, BS out there. People don't know what to believe. They don't know what the truth, and it's like, it's bad for everybody. You know yeah. what I mean? Lies. But, what, but even whatever. with your music, you have to make sure that you, like, you stand out because there is so much out there now, and not all of it is good and not all of it is bad, but in general, there's just so much out there that like the A&Rs for the major labels, they don't, they don't go and look that way anymore. You either have to be introduced through your entertainment lawyer. You have to have a good one, you know, or it's got to be solicited properly with the right people. So you really have to get the right people backing you before anything real is going to happen. Like I've, I've been doing this for 10, 10, 15 years trying to get my music out there. And I just didn't know the right people until I went to LA <laughs> out of everywhere and met Michael from Michael J. He introduced me to Diane Warren and I got to meet Alan Rich, which ended up me getting to meet Judd Friedman, which Alan and Judd wrote run to you for Whitney Houston. Right. So I got to meet them and then it's all about networking and getting to know people and writing with as many people as you possibly can in any genres and getting music out there because you just never know who's listening right so so is it a different set of connections for circle the wolves versus the other items that you do as shimmer yeah like rock is going to have a certain amount of different people like i am my rock manager is nolan hodges and uh, he does all of like the touring stuff and um, he helps book all the tours and that sort of thing. So he deals mainly with just my circle of wolves, but he does do my Shimmer Johnson stuff. Plus I have a, an LA um, manager that is trying to get me out to labels, major labels or oh, awesome. the indie labels underneath the major labels, you know, that sort of thing. So it just really depends. You just have to have a really good, team a team of songwriters a team of people that can get your music out most of the social media stuff i do myself but if you have the money most people will pay for that because it's really time consuming but i love it so i'm yeah, always i don't i don't i think you do a brilliant job what i've seen yeah you're yeah. a professional anyway and to be honest i think you'd be wasting your money because sometimes when you limit it's like having an orchestra sometimes when you think you're limited some of the best things come out of it. Yeah. Well, you just, and you know, do shows, you never know who you're going to meet. So. Yeah. But the, but it is, of, that is kind of a full-time job though, in and of itself, yeah. like you said, not just going back and forth from LA, but talking to people and also socializing. Yeah. It's a lot of work. 
Oh yeah. I'm on, my, I'm on my phone, like literally 10 hours a day on my Twitter and my Instagram. I'm one of those artists that'll actually talk to people. I don't, I don't uh, have a bot going, you know, pretending to be me and not answering any actual questions. Yeah. <laughs> no, you are you. That's why I like hanging out with you. You're real. <laughs> I don't hang around with fake people. Well, he's kind of fake, the guy, the yank. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, yanks, he talk a lot and they like to be loud. You've been in airports. I'm a genuine it? plastic produced American product. Look, I want to know. I'm in when between. You're big I'm Canadian Texan. and American. <laughs> there you go. When you're a big top Texan at the airport lounge, having a couple. So of I'm loud talks. and apologetic at the same time. That's good though, but they're not. <laughs> they don't even know the loud, and the whole airport can hear them. I can hear them on the frigging. I'm loud, plane. and then I'm like, sorry, sorry. Yeah, well, let me tell you, I'm from <laughs> Texas. And we're big and we're loud and we're proud, baby. Oh, that's you don't really nice. Say. Do we'll go on. Down a little bit, please. <laughs> you know. You go to he knows I was born out. in Texas, but I moved around a lot as a kid. And as a result, I didn't pick up an accent because everywhere I was going was a little bit different. Yeah, that's me too. I, I don't know. It's not really Canadian and it's not really American. So I don't know. It's Canadian. Just <laughs> no, I know. You've got some of that English in you. And that's another reason why I love you so much. Well, my mom, my mom was adopted. My mom too. Well, she she lived with her mom, but she has a different dad. But as far as I know, my grandpa that I've never met is British. <laughs> so that is awesome. You're yeah. not gonna find out where he where is he? I don't even know if he's alive. I've never met him, don't know his name really. Maybe find him. Might be a free trip there. Maybe have a spare room. <laughs> Or see Just remember English which passport scene. to use if you take that trip, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'll have to ask Steve that one because I don't do that thing. <laughs> so have we got any more? Are we moving on? Are we talking on the questions? Are we just having fun? I'm having a blast. Whatever you want to do. To stop. I'm, I'm I'd love think? to play a little bit of One Life just so that people can hear a, a wider variety real quick. Yeah, this yeah. is my adult contemporary stuff um, off my Inner Me album. It's the first song on the album. And yeah, and it's happy. <laughs> All right, here you I'm go. Happy. happy. I'm happy just being with you. Mm -hmm. up. Here. <laughs> Come on up. You can do it. I believe in you. Let's try this again. I don't think you're a very good DJ. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I don't even have a turntable. Let's try this again. In fact, again. you're not very good at talking either. <laughs> Nobody really wants to listen to you because you're...
it's okay to be a mess. I'm going to remember yeah. that. And it's okay to be undressed. Yes, that I too. You're Except right my, now. My tea here. I'm listening to the song still. I'm still floating. I want you to keep on playing it. I'm not wearing <laughs> shoes. Does that count? I'm not. Now you put me off now because I'm thinking about feet and I was thinking about floating on a cloud, listening to that beautiful mesmerizing song of yours. You don't need shoes when you're floating on a cloud. You are incredible talent. I'm telling you, you have got me by the hooks. That really, and I can't wait to hear your country and everything else, man. Because I'm I a know, fan I'll of everything. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I got about I two or three songs say. into the list you have on SoundCloud, and that's when yeah. uh, Steve doesn't know this, but I I was telling Shimmer, I said I would totally love to hear you do a cover of "Cities in Dust" by Susie and the Banshees. I don't know that song. <laughs> Send it. It's, it's '80s stuff, think. but I think the neat thing about it is there's also that there's times where I. I hear that Gwen Stefani kind of vocal from the early no doubt days when they were, yeah, they might be on stage Gwen. and really working up the crowd. Yeah. And of course, Evanescence, you know, it's, that's very obvious. Yeah. Evanescence. I love Amy Lee. Big fan. And Adele there's, there's that soulfulness. And I think that's really cool because when you hear a song like circle, the wolves, you're putting in some of those kind of soulful tones, to yep. the vocals. It makes yep. it more, uh, I don't know more enchanting i guess yeah i try to that's kind of like my little 40s how i swoop up on my vocals yeah 40s. yeah <laughs> i can hear that yeah i know exactly what you're saying sometimes you put your vocals in certain errors because yeah. there is there's certain sounds in certain errors 80s or whatever the yeah voice i kind of mix i, I kind of mix the 40s era with the 80s and 90s and then a little bit of the 2000s just mash them all together and you get shimmer <laughs> and you've mentioned a you little bit of jazz as that. well so yeah print that that should be on you <laughs> we should have that this is what makes you that is exactly <laughs> right i absolutely love this i wish it could go on so forever cool. you just you you are something i think i want to see a performance i don't know if i ever We'd ever get the honor to come to Oh Canada. <laughs> hey, you guys have well, a great- I'm looking at trying to get a tour. We're trying to do a, a full Canadian tour for uh Circle of Wolves for this year. So that's in the works. Cool. And then um we want to do one in the US, but I'm not quite sure yet. Can we do Florida? Depends I can see on yeah, the, the borders the and everything with COVID. So yeah. We- I tell you, we are a happening place in St. Petersburg, Florida, with the number <laughs> one growing. We have lots of you guys saying A, and we love you. I don't know. I no offense to, to Quebec people. I love everyone individually, but they're not the best drivers. <laughs> no, but you got a point, Steve. What's I'm the from place Alberta. in water that everybody I'm goes to? I'm on the to? West Coast. Well, you're safe. I'm <laughs> known when I see a Quebec license plate in st Pete. i keep my distance baby i got to i got to go to quebec once and perform Mm -hmm. with my 80s band the normals that i was part of for five years and we got to uh perform for the prime minister oh wow what of quebec it was yeah in no just of canada but they were doing like this event i don't know but we got to go and perform our 80s set there and uh our cab ride from the 
from the airport. Oh my God, I've never been so scared in my life. Got in and they just, they, they drive so fast. I was like, oh my God. I thought I was going to die before I got to my hotel. Hey, you know what? We are kindred spirits. When we but, were in France, but, but in Quebec Paris. Is beautiful. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Paris, France, they drive the same way. Even the scooters are on the sidewalk. You don't have. Yeah, that's how Italy way, is baby. too. I love yeah. Italy. <laughs> <laughs> the atmosphere. You, I think you'd like fit in because you're so different, unique, and I Just think like amazing. Just like me walking down Prada in Italy and waving to the yeah. people and singing. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, wow, she's going to get killed. <laughs> no. That goes to show wherever you walk, you are going to be a hit, especially <laughs> when you walk our way, you know? Yeah, I All was right. walking uh, in the Italy Bronx. Always now, the Italy Bronx. <laughs> I like the way you put that, yeah. <laughs> Do we, are we wrapping up? Are, are we going to talk about Shimmer's 10 favorite songs in her We life. do have a top 10 list. Let me go ahead because we've had a lot of fun and we'll stick around, but I know at some point you'll want to get on with your day. <laughs> but uh, we, um, we're going to be socializing all of your top 10 songs. I've created a playlist on our YouTube channel yeah. of your top 10. We've talked about these artists and some of their songs as well. So definitely folks should go check those out. Yeah. And then as far as the social media aspect of it, we know that we can find your music at shimmerjohnson.com yep. and circlethewolves.com. That's you right. guys are getting ready to do a tour. Where else can people find you? Um, I'm on Spotify, Instagram, Instagram. I'm official Shimmer Johnson and Circle Wolves. It's at Circle the Wolves for all of them, for Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. For some reason, there wasn't, there's another Shimmer Johnson, uh, a male artist. Yeah. So I had to go with shimmer underscore Johnson for my Twitter and yeah. And then Facebook is shimmer Johnson's music. <laughs> so it's a little bit different for all of my shimmer stuff, but if you just type in shimmer Johnson, it all comes up. My, Good. I even got to do a movie once I was like, had a little part in a movie that they did in Edmonton. I was Get only in it. Here. I was, I was only in it for like 30 seconds with that the doesn't matter, dude. and I got to say one line. <laughs> but what just being an extra whatever what a great experience you know, huh? what's really funny is now now if i ever make it all all big that'll be the only part and i played like because it's <laughs> it's a whole it's like a lady of the night type thing <laughs> so i was playing one of those parts so yeah Excuse I, was, me, I look the... really trashy in it it's awesome <laughs> so that'll be your imdb page yeah i am on Shimmer. that yep i'm sorry cool. I have to ask you this. What's a lady of the night? Is nah, it anything like let's a, not talk a lady, <laughs> <laughs> the lady of the evening? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you it played that. it. You weren't one. You just played it. <laughs> yep. That's true. That's, that's I'm not a difference. doctor, but I play one on TV. Oh, no. <laughs> that kind of thing. No, yeah. you're scaring me now. Hey, kids, time to go for now. But don't forget, you can always find us on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and on Twitter. And you can stop by our YouTube channel, where we've put playlists together of all of the episodes and the seasons. So you can let those roll and have a lot of fun reliving your memories with the original, full versions of the songs. We also have the website, thelimeyandtheyank.com, where you can go download MP3s of your favorite songs from Amazon. 
We really appreciate you listening to the show. And the most important thing to us is please keep sharing with us your stories, your memories, your favorite songs. Give us feedback. Tell us how we're doing. And please do keep tuning in wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again. 